0: everybody, welcome to our podcast, Dajah, how everyone, (laughs) welcome back Nadia, yay,
1: Yay. I'm excited
0: to have you back on the podcast, I really enjoyed the last podcast that we did with you, yes, Um, so should we start with introducing our weeks, let's start with Nadia, Nadia, how has your week been?
1: Hello, well, okay, my week has been really hectic because I just started uh, a new job and um, I'm already leaving it. <laughs> is it. Wait,
0: is it the new position that you were talking about in the same company?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, the reason why I'm leaving is because there's so much workload. True. Not and enough money. They're pay- I'm- not enough money. Exactly. You know, yeah. sometimes just going to be straight. I- I'm-, I'm doing so much work. I'm so stressed every day and I'm just getting paid one person's
0: salary. No, And she has
2: to do yeah. like four people's work.
0: Oh, yeah, More than two people's Don't work job. above your pay grade. I yep. 100% agree. Yep. Okay, well, good for you.
2: My week's been great. Okay, it was, I thought it was going to be a stressful week. But, you know, it's our first week back Full. is it our first week back? I can't even remember. You see, it's just so it's weird. back. It's just me coming back to work.
0: (laughs) That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Daryl's world doesn't exist at work without me, you see. I know. It was so terrible without her. I've been very lonely.
2: And then also um, stressed out. But this week's stress has not been as bad as what I thought it would be. So I feel like, you know like you said you have a new position Nadia I also went into a new position with my school and I'm finally feeling touch word finally feeling like I am getting it I'm, I'm 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 like it's a lot of work but I'm going with the flow and I'm You're getting things slow yes
0: yeah And um, I feel the same, really. It was nice to come back to work. And I think we've had quite a good laugh at work in the office. dynamic at the moment where there's like a little corner of women and we all just kind of talk and discuss and like have a bit of a laugh and a bit of banter and it's kind of nice. So I'm enjoying that. I'm trying to find the positives from a job that's very draining and time-consuming and tiring. So I have been enjoying our little banter in the office. I have noticed, though, I'm saying more... (laughs) More things I'm thinking, I'm saying out loud. <laughs> I, I need to be a bit more careful because I'll yeah. say stuff Cheryl and Cheryl will be like, <laughs> you know. So like, uh, yeah. Something that you posted on our Instagram for our podcast. And it was something about uh, if you rub your belly when you're pregnant, the baby knows that it's the mother rubbing the belly and it's different from someone else rubbing. Mm. And I was like, oh, you didn't know that. Yeah, then, uh,
2: I. Because she rubs her belly constantly. Every time I look over, she's rubbing her belly, rubbing her belly. And I was like, I saw that post and I was just like, no. it's so true. It must be that oh, your my. baby knows that you and you you subconsciously like rubbing it because it's like your baby is wanting it. Mothers know. So, yeah, I shared that. It was
0: lovely. It's because it's hard and it's there. And I'm like, what is this? You know, yeah. it's just weird to have something there. That- Okay. Um, So last week, Cheryl mentioned, I think Cheryl came over to yours, right, for an early night and Mm -hmm. spent the night with you. And then you guys (laughs) discussed um, something about school. So you guys basically came up with the topic. So I'm interested to know why you came up with this topic and why you wanted to discuss it. Well, we're what all is, What is the topic?
2: We're all in, you know, the schooling system, right, in Taiwan. And Nadia was like, we should talk about the schooling system because it's so different. Like, honestly, when I moved here, Nadia grew up in international side of being in Taiwan and China and then going to international schools, right? I didn't know about cram schools. I didn't even know that that existed. Like, I got my first job here in Taiwan. They told me, oh you're going to come to work at 3pm. And I was like, no, I want to come to work like in the morning, finish at a good time in the afternoon. They're like, that's not how our school works. And then when I spoke to Nadia about it, she was like, oh, is it a cram school? And I'm like, what the hell is a cram school? And she's like, it's different. That's after school. Like you go there after school. I'm like, oh, like aftercare. She's like, no, no, no. It's still a school. It's just after hours. And I was so shocked by that. Like I I had to be like, this doesn't exist where I come from. So yeah, I thought, yeah, when she said to me, oh, you, we should do the a podcast on the schooling system. I was like, yeah, I think we should, because it's not something that I was aware of when I moved here. Sure. Okay.
1: So <clears throat> basically most parents, not more, I mean, min- majority of the parents, they do have, both parents have to work, mm. right? So there's nowhere to send their kids after school. Cause like I think when your kid is around first grade to fourth grade, they finish at mm. twelve. Yeah. I think it, probably to third grade, okay? So what are you gonna do? So then the cram schools, you know, you, you um book them into a cram school and then the cram school comes and pick your kid up and then they have to spend like half of mo I, I feel like most of the day. In a cramp school usually they go home around six seven o'clock for dinner and that's what a cramp school does so the kids go in there they finish their homework so they are um in charge like they they have to help your kid with their homework most parents they're too tired to be like you know dealing with the homework part so they have a homework teacher over there and then usually they have english courses as well sometimes even like uh, art class whatever but basically it's just somewhere to keep your child safe before you can go yeah. out and so it. this
0: is what I don't understand you if you yeah. guys know because I didn't research into Taiwan schooling I just did some research into the UK schooling system because it's completely different now from when I went to school why do schools in Taiwan finish at 12 well it's not it's not only
2: um it's not high school or I think once you've passed grade two or grade three three. you stay at school until four o'clock or three o'clock like normal kids but it's it's the same where I'm from in South Africa so when I started school grade one we finished school at 12 12 30 and then you'd go home and then you have the whole afternoon and then when you go into grade three which is grade two they already start like halfway through the year they already start to make you have like you finish at one and then when you get to grade three, you finish mm-hmm. at 2.30. But when you get to high school, you're finishing at around 3.40, 4 o'clock, depending on what you have and if you have any after-school activities. But our school in South Africa is very like, you have to have two extra school extra murals, but it's not like maths or English. It's like sports. So you have to choose at least two sports to play per week after
0: school. Okay. So in the UK... <laughs> inside joke um schools sorry i think i have to drag this to the side yeah the schools have to be open for at least 380 sessions so 190 days during a school year the school hours are determined by each school but on average is about five to six hours per day normally schools start around eight to nine Uh, Most schools start at 9 o'clock that I know of in the UK and finish at 3 or 4, and most finish at 4. But every school has different schedules. There's a couple of schools that start earlier at 8 and finish at 3, and I think um, I used to finish at 4 every day. So I would start at 9, and then my grandma would come and pick me up at 4. It didn't matter what age I was. Reception, grade 1, grade 2, grade 3, grade 4, all of it. We didn't change that. So I, too, was also found bushy bands weird when I first came here like
2: I don't know foreigners might find it weird but I find it weird that you call kindergarten reception yeah because I listened to a podcast and they are a British based podcast and they were going on about reception reception and I'm like what the hell is a reception so I to look it up and then uh, they also said to me like, oh, I have to, they didn't say it to me. I always assume they told talking to me, but I was <laughs> listening to a podcast. <laughs> um, they were like, oh, in, in the UK, you have to like, tell the teacher, the school, you're taking your child out for these days, and they will either approve it or not and I was so shocked by that like what you can't just take your child out and they're like no because they have to go to school for a certain number of days or hours a year or then something I don't know what happens but it was just weird to me Mm -hmm. so I was like wow it's all different all over the world Um, but I
0: don't understand the purpose of it because someone said to me that in Taiwan they don't want the kids overworked at school so they finish the schools at 12 but yet then they open all these bushy bands and then the kids go to all these after school classes anyway so there's no give with the education system I
1: mean, my my explanation on this is that this is this is the problem with uh i would just say chinese culture by saying chinese i mean like taiwanese hong kong asia. china asia okay in this area of asia so we Parents are, like, they are so scared that the, that their kids will be, like, you know, will not do well in class. Left behind. And they are so scared. Because in our society, if you don't get a good grade, especially when you go to high school, it means you're finished. Yeah. Yeah finished no, no yeah over here yeah it means you're finished so they they like to say i don't want to give my kid too much stress but what they mean is i won't give them too much stress as long as they are following and they are on track mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay ah. the bushy buns um role is to kind of Guarantee you that. Don't worry, mommy. Okay, your kid send your kid here. As long as if your kid is finishing their homework and everything, all good. They can play after they're done. Okay, it's what hap- What usually happens? They go and do their own thing with their friends. They're having fun, but if your kid is not following in school, okay, that will be hell for them mm-hmm. because it will be the Bushi teachers. I'm talking about the Taiwanese teachers there it's their responsibility now you have to hand over your child to them and they have to make sure your kid is able to pass the tests it's it's a whole i you know when the taiwanese Taiwanese parent tell me tells me they don't want the kids to overstress for me i instantly get it it's just yeah as long as my kid is following through in school all good if not yeah and then and, it's it's
2: and then when you when they don't pass then it's your fault right the teacher like yeah. the bushy bun teacher isn't doing yeah. their job so,
1: okay so i've always been an english teacher so my responsibility in the bushi buns all, is all about the english part only but the they're they're um you know each kid has their own classes right and then the teacher is in charge right we call that the taiwanese teachers they are so stressed yeah because if have any kids in their class who are known for being the ones who are behind Mm. oh my goodness the boss gives them so much the same at our school yeah
0: the same at our school they have a lot of pressure and when you put that type of pressure on a teacher then it makes them feel stressed it makes them feel frustrated and then they take out their frustration on that student when actually it's not the student's fault you know like we all learn differently
1: I've had this happen to me recently. That's why I'm not so happy. Mm. So um, I am teaching two kids English and their parents has requested that. They don't want me to teach them anything like they they are already failing in school. So I have to teach them their school English. Problem with school English is that these kids don't know phonics at all. The, yeah. I don't know what happened. They don't know phonics, and they and they are um, treating English as a subject like math, like science. They don't see it as a language, right. so they're just doing it like math. I'm trying to memorize all those words, but I don't know phonics, so I don't know ch is ch ch ch. I don't know th is th th th. Yeah 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 phonics. yeah. They, and they don't know phonics, and they are supposed to recognize okay just you know what I mean yeah. right so I have a lot of stress because they're failing their tests and this is my boss comes in hey how come he got 52 percent on his test and then I explain to her about the reason why these kids will be the same forever if you don't teach them from A to Z yeah you, know? you need like, a foundation
0: you, them- you need to scaffold it yeah.
1: and you know what she tells me oh you know like she, she's like oh you're unrealistic because they're already in sixth grade you can't teach them, the, the, the parents will be like, you are insulting them if you teach them something like kids in grade one learn. And I told her that, no, 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 actually, you are insulting them by not teaching them yeah. that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Not teaching them the basics and they're just, not right now, and I keep telling my kids, you guys keep thinking, you guys keep thinking like English is a subject mm-hmm. and it's a painful subject, yeah. just like math. And yeah. it's not, not a subject, it's, it's a language. Yeah. It's a yeah. I keep telling. Okay, so, like you know, let's just. That's but the this problem. is the
2: this is the issue. I've had this issue also at our school. I'm like, you know yeah. what? If the child does not know the basics and has a foundation for English, they are not able to keep up with what they're doing now because they do not have that scaffolding mm. of you know what they learned as a child mm-hmm. and I was like and this is why they're falling further and further behind because like Nadia said, I didn't realize that that children like to here in Taiwan they like to parrot style learn things, which means that they learn things like, oh, C-H, they don't say ch ch They like C-H. Okay. I'm going to learn that in my head, but they don't know why, what the sound is. They just like, okay, I'm learning a parrot style, the reason behind it. So they will never know that P-H is an F sound. Like the one girl was like, oh, I don't know how to read that word. Grade six, grade six, asking me how to read uh, like uh, phone. I don't know, a phone or yeah. something like that. Okay, so I was like, you know, it's hard because they don't. When you, I was like, whenever you see a ph, it's always an f sound. They forget it because they they don't understand. Like these are like you know phonetic sounds that you just kind of learn as a child already. That it just
0: naturally comes to you when you're a adult. Well, I think the kids here that have the best uh, um, chance with English are the kids that go to English kindergartens and then the whole day is in English and they learn all of that. Mm. And then they come to us and they join the IP program or whatever. And then we still have some children that joined the international program that didn't do any English before they just paid their way on because mummy and daddy are rich right and then they struggle and then we struggle to teach them and it's a stress on us and then it looks bad on the school and the child's stressed but then the mum's like oh we just want them in an English environment they're going to learn do you think that um I've never worked in a bushy band here do you think that bushy bands are good do you think that education's good do you think the teachers are good what's your opinion and then maybe Nadia has a different opinion. I actually think it's quite good because I went to a
2: very nice bushy bun and I feel like they drill it into the child. So they start with phonics for babies, like two, three years old. Um, and I was like, Oh, it's great. They they're doing a good job teaching the basics and the foundation to learn English. And then they get older, they teach how to write essay. Mm-hmm. Essays, not essay, sorry, and they teach how to write proper you know grammatical sentences whereas you know some schools they don't do that and it's something that they don't concentrate on like putting commas in the correct place using punctuation so i do think they do a good job i just don't understand why we're not doing it at schools
1: Mm. so
2: yeah what do you think nadia
1: okay so um i would say if to okay so Bushi bun's roles is like especially the english classes okay if today two parents don't know how to speak English and they know that, that they would have to pay for their kids to learn English, I'd say bushi-ban is awesome. Like, you know, there's no other way, right? You know, our English uh, English system here and our public schools are uh-uh, not good at all. So their only hope is to put their kid in a bushi and have English class, right? Now... If, I say, if, uh, if the kids have parents who already speak English, like all of our kids in future, right? Um, then I would say it's unnecessary. Only, only if you work long hours and you need to keep your kids somewhere. Otherwise, I don't think all this English and all this is necessary at all. Because for me, I feel like if my kid is following through in class, then I wouldn't need to pay an extra amount for someone to teach them, right? right? I can just be a tutor if my kid's struggling on one subject. Like, what's the whole point? For me, I don't understand that. But, I'm saying a but, that's because we're all, our kids are going to be lucky enough to have parents, bilingual parents. Imagine if you are just a middle working class in Taiwan and you don't know English. And you know that your kid is going to, you know, it's not going to... Your kid needs, it, and then of course your only, you know, way to go to bushi ban. Your only option so bushi ban. Yeah, here's my yeah.
0: opinion, and I want you both to correct me if you think I'm wrong yeah. because I probably am because mm-hmm. I've not worked at a bushi ban. Okay, but this is my opinion, and it's not a good opinion. Okay, so this is where you need to yeah. correct me. um If someone asked me what do you think of bushi bans in Taiwan, I would say I think it's a money making scheme. I don't think they actually care about the quality of the English being taught. I think they just hire a white face. The white face is not certified or has any experience in teaching English, Um, is just there to make quick money while they travel. And therefore they don't want to be there. The students don't want to be there. And it's just a case of let's get through the class as quickly as we can, do whatever we wanna do. And they don't care about the grades. The students don't really learn much. And I just think it's all about making money
2: yeah I think most bushy buns are probably like that I couldn't agree more but I've worked at one that is amazing they did not hire just because I look I don't look foreign so I was like they didn't hire me because I look foreign and they really cared and they like took the time so it depends on where you are you know Mm. at what school you no 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 what bushy bun because all bushy buns are probably what you described and I had that view Mm. because I did work for a few different types and they always, this is what Nadia and I struggle with, is that we look Asian, but we are not. Um You're foreigner. We yeah. didn't grow up yeah. here. We're foreigners. And so they automatically the first instinct when they see us is we don't want to hire someone like you because parents are not gonna like that. It's not because they don't want to hire us, it's because they know parents are gonna complain. But at my bushy bun, parent did complain not about what I look like because I have a South African accent they just love Americans here and American accents and so she was just like oh it doesn't sound like she's from an English-speaking country and I'm like I am it's just we have different accents like there's Chinese accents there's Taiwanese accents in Chinese there are different types of you know the way we talk yeah Yeah, so I was like it's good to Expose your children to different accents, which I feel like it's hard here because they like American accents so much, or they teach the American curriculum. So for them, when they hear a, a different accent, maybe Scottish, south african british they're like oh no 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 they i don't understand a word that they say okay maybe
0: not to that extent yeah i have the opposite with british i have people coming to me and asking me to teach their kids because they want their kids to have a british accent and not an american accent but here's the irony of the whole thing The Taiwanese teachers are the teachers that are actually educated in in teaching English. They're the ones that went to school and have degrees in how to teach English and English as a language. I'm not. I'm not an English teacher. I'm actually a music teacher and a drama teacher. I learned how to teach English through teaching English over seven years. That's the only way I know how to do it. And I am proud of my... I do think I'm very good at it. But there are people that I know here that are not English teachers... And they've they've never tried to perfect their skill. They're not very good at it. But the Taiwanese teachers that I work with, they work hard and they have studied. And some of them have studied abroad and lived abroad. And yet they're not getting the same respect just because they're not white. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad. And they're not getting paid the same because they're not white. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so it's a government issue more than just a school issue I think the governments need to hire the standards of the teachers that they hire in the schools I think there should be a system Definitely. and that will screw me over a bit don't get me wrong because I'm not certified but if it became to that I would then get myself certified you know yeah yeah, yeah. um
1: a problem yeah there's yeah. no
0: so let's compare a little bit because both of you have lived in South Africa right um and did both of you go to school in South Africa only me okay she she went to oh, university oh so you went to university yeah. in, south, in africa, south africa so it's still the education yeah. system right yeah.
2: so so i want to tell you in south africa it's very weird we don't have our year starts when does your year start i um, in
0: england the yes. year starts in what, september till august okay
2: yeah. and nadia Grew up September. here, so she, her one goes in September too. Our year starts in February. That's so weird. <laughs> and and we start February to December. We we go. I think the third of December we go on holiday, and then we have a six week December holidays, and we have Christmas, and then we go come back maybe end of January beginning of february and then that the next year starts so for me moving here i was really shocked like i did not know that america and the uk and most places start the world, in september the, whole so of the world starts in september yeah, the whole of Europe. And my I, my sister goes to school in germany and i was like shocked okay so and also we are grade our grades go from grade one to grade seven and that's primary school that's what's called primary school okay and most people would say elementary school here which is very different to what i would say say
0: primary but ours is from grade one to six yeah Yeah.
2: okay so we are grade one to seven and then grade eight to twelve secondary school it's called secondary school or high school but grade eight to grade 10 is junior high school and then and then it's like uh uh 11 to 12 for us is our senior high school. That's really but weird. But it's all in the same, but it's in the same school. Like we have, it's not separated. It's the same school. It's just, we have a grade 10 dance to be like, well, we're becoming senior. That's yes. really weird. Cause you we go, go from like a,
0: an, a, a British way of doing it from like primary to secondary that's what we do. We do primary school up until year six, year seven to year 11 until you graduate at the age of 16 is secondary school. We we call secondary school high school, right? Uh, it's the same yeah. thing. Second, we do high school, elementary school. It's all the same thing. But then you kind of flip and then you turn into American system.
1: Yeah, yeah it's
2: so, we don't, I feel like it's like very confusing, but you know, that's our education. And, I have a question for you both. Mm. Where Who do you think has the best education system
0: in the whole world? I know this answer. I think it's somewhere. Really, It depends on what you're looking for, though, because I was researching and they did say the UK has one of the best education systems. But I think it only includes the private schools, not the public schools. And then you have, okay. I think it's one of those really small countries like Finland or something. Okay, that's Finland, your okay. Canada. And now, Nadia, what do you think is the
2: the ed- best education system in the whole world?
1: I can't really point on, I can't really give you a country, but I, I remember I also thought it was um somewhere in Northern Europe. I read oh. about it and they, I remember they only go to school four days a week. And oh, then yeah. they, they basically most of their day is just, doing learning skills instead of subjects so they they teach kids how to actually do stuff like 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 carpentry for boys i mean i mean obviously if you're a girl you want to do it you can choose what you want to do and then like you know like they say that you know for little girls they'll be like hey you want
2: to cleaning cooking
1: cooking. uh, not cleaning uh, (laughs) (laughs) probably cleaning for the whole class but you know what i mean yeah they teach you actual skills in life
2: that you can use and also you know okay so i was really surprised oh, i did this i've got it I've got it's the Germ- list. yeah it's germany and <laughs> then oh, guys and then what and then it's finland, finland. i knew i knew i knew so- okay but um education index is 94 and they got 93 and then singapore is 10th okay 10th on the list which is pretty good it's all european countries um above that uh, but new zealand is fourth um and australia seventh but literacy ranking it's a 99 for germany Mm. i think it's also because you know um there might be a number of things for that but finland is 100 percent. but yes in finland i think they do only go to school like three times or four times a week yes and it's been yes. proven to work very well even for
0: work yes. people who are working and i think and i find that so it's something to do want, with their homework we as well they it. don't have homework or something and their homework is always like assigned to like do things at home that like are more practical and are more with your yeah. family and yeah i remember i can't remember that's why when you asked me i was like i didn't have the the list up but whilst you were discussing it, I was too nosy as I'm going to get that list up. I want to see, but I know <laughs> but I was, I was so just surprised that it's Finland. Yes. Yeah. I did know. I also thought it was Finland. I was like,
2: Oh, it's Finland. Cause you know, people say so many yeah. things, but I'm so surprised. Like, okay, everyone, my sister went to school in Germany and Kira could be, Going to school in Germany because it's free. Yeah, it's called uh, a gymnasium. Schools are really good. Um, I looked it up, but you know, we're here. It's not it's not too bad. South Africa's number seventy two, guys, on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the UK? Oh, I, Where what? was the UK? UK, no, UK is up there. Hold on, U- United Kingdom is sixth on the list. Is oh, that wow. for public schools or private schools? Um, it doesn't say, but I think it's just in general. But their literacy, it's 99%. So I think it's they've got a good system going. Um, I'm looking for Taiwan. I
0: haven't seen Taiwan no, yet. I, Let's I, see. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: okay. So if you're thinking about, because we're talking about like, best what, well, what, well, Asia. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of Asia isn't, even though, um they come out probably with better grades but that you know is that because they have right so i think that intelligence and i know a lot of um professionals think that intelligence is not measured on how you can memorize. And a lot of things here is like memorize and repeat. So just because you're good at memorizing and taking an exam doesn't mean like that. I mean, that is a level of intelligence, but just cause you're not someone who's good at memorizing and then taking an exam does not mean that you're not intelligent, you know? And I think a lot of it here is about just memorize, 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 take the exam, get the grade. But are you really comprehending what you've memorized? Are you really applying what you've memorized? Um, Now, we can say all of that, but one thing I do think that is great about Taiwan is the respect the students have for the teachers. And even though we live in this world and we might be like, that kid's so annoying and oh, they're so naughty. Are they? When you compare to the UK, (laughs) are they naughty? Because they're really not. And even though the UK is like number six for the best education, there is a lot education system education so system.
2: it could be it's the, it's the, it's probably curriculum everything mm-hmm. like you know it's it might not be like the schooling it it's just the system of education is really good what they do but
0: all of those schools have reported really high rates of bullying so yeah. that's another thing you've got to think about so here i've got numbers of children who said that bullying is a problem in school and this was um done by the british council in italy was 33% Portugal, 35. Netherlands, 16. Belgium, 21. UK was 48% of children were saying Mm. they're being bullied. Scotland, 43. Wales, 32. Germany, 29. And Spain, 22. So the UK is up Mm. there with 48%. And I believe it. Whereas... I don't know what the statistic, because this is Europe. I don't know the statistic for bullying in Asia. And I know it happens, especially in places like Korea and Japan. But from what I've witnessed from working in three different schools here, it's not as big of an issue. And the type of bullying is nowhere near as severe.
2: The result of bullying in the last two to three times a month. Oh, it's
0: 10.9% in Taiwan. And doesn't matter how good yeah. your education system is, if you're being bullied, that's going to affect your learning. So these are also things yeah, but, to consider, right?
2: Yeah, I'd just like to let all the listeners know, uh, when we talk about bullying, like here, I think the bullying is different uh, compared to like in the UK. Like I saw something online the other day and it was like a child screaming at an adult and being like really disrespectful. Mm. I don't think children here would do that. Like, yes, yeah, sometimes they do make fun of each other. Like, oh, you're blah blah. It's like, more you know, immature. Just, like, it's like, yeah, it's like immature banter but it is seen as bullying. Like, I'll be like, don't say that to him. We don't like to be rude to people. Mm -hmm. And it's more like, I don't know, maybe like my hair color, I had gray in my hair. They kept telling me I'm a witch. I'm a witch, but in a joking way, not like in a, like, it could be, you know, uh, taken the wrong way if I'm not someone who just like "Ah, laughs at all. But I just think children here are so respectful. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful because, if I was teaching high school here, like not high school, grade six students, it's such a different experience to teaching grade six in South Africa and even in the UK and America. Like there's some people, they say they can't even like, they have to be, they have to check in America for guns before children go into schools. And like, you know, it's just so different to how we have it. And sometimes I do think like, oh, I'm so unlucky to be in the schooling system. But... You know, it's not yeah. actually when you look on the other the the grass is not green on that side. If you can adapt this the
0: schooling system to work for you and your child, it's quite easily done here. There are some experimental schools here. There are some German schools here that um, maybe look into as well. Some some great German schools, but they're really hard to get into. But um, they're more experimental, and they do a lot of outdoor stuff and things like that. My friend's kid is at a German school. Anyway, oh yeah, I'll have to find Nadia. Out the name.
2: Nadia went. Nadia is someone who went to international schools, um, uh, American schooling system here yes. in Taiwan. Yeah, maybe you could just give us a quick yes. little, like you know, how you how how your experience was.
1: Um, I feel like I'm lucky that my mom has sent me had sent me to a international schooling because i am someone who struggled really really bad at school what school was I it i can't imagine it's a it's a school in Yangming san it's a they call it the tapa okay it's a, a all-american based, a very christian very religious okay. school so we had like back then in my in my time we had the american school the real american school in Tianmu, and then we had tapa we had only those two okay. schools so those two schools, you have, you have to be a foreigner to go in. Like, you have to carry a foreign passport. Like, Taiwanese kids, yeah, they can. So basically, I feel like I, I'm really thankful for my mom sending me, like, not sending me to a local Taiwanese school because, you know what? They would have called me. Like, they would have told my mom that there's something wrong with me. Which is, which, yeah. yes, I, I, I have AD, ADD, so that's one thing. But, you know, the thing is, Taiwanese schools, like, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, it was very different, right? It was like, you're either stupid or you can do it
2: but even so, now i'm sorry they still don't care now, if children now. have struggling with you know dis- not disability ch- learning disabilities or they're a little bit slower automatically if they like it's a lost cause we can't help that child yeah. it's just it's very hard for teachers yeah. to care
1: um, to be honest i've never been to, i've never been to a taiwanese school like a public or local taiwanese school but i would want to try to send my kid there only because I feel like, okay, I am all friends with my students, but I do believe in discipline. You know why? because I had I was that kid who had zero discipline. Mm-hmm. This is to do with my like myself. My mom even said it. if she just had more time to discipline me when I was little, I wouldn't be where I am Not, right, I would say I came out all right, but you know, when I was <laughs> like, during my teenage years and you know, like, school years it was really bad it was like I was not just I was like you know teachers were really concerned about me so my mom said if she had sent me to a public school here it would be very different mm, yeah it, it, it would have gone two, two ways we, we, we will never know but maybe I would have been better at school or I would have been just a stupid kid there's only mm. there's only two ways but I personally feel like it, I would give my kid a little bit more discipline because some kids are built like that. If you give me total freedom, I'll just be like, I don't know how to do it. I can't, I can't. But if you give me a little bit of pressure, I'll probably be like, okay. But you I'm can choose you know a
0: public school that has a better reputation, is in a better area. Because if you'd have yeah. gone yeah. to, um, so my husband went to a school in Sanchong and it was public, mm-hmm. and his mum yes. moved him out of that school, I can't remember out of what age, and moved him into a private yeah. school because there was a lot of like bad you know, like naughty yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you could have gone yeah. the other way. You could have gone the way where you either do improve and your ed- the education's mm-hmm. better, or you wouldn't, I don't think you would have just been the stupid kid you would have been the kid mm-hmm. that would have found another way to survive. And that could have been like mafia exactly. or bad girl or dating someone from the mafia. It
1: happened to me though. Yeah, okay. I'm not surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, was, I um, ran away from school for two years and my parents did not
0: know. She didn't
2: attend classes, but this is the difference. You know, if she was in an, a Taiwanese school, that they, they would have phoned the parent and been like, something. your child yeah. isn't at school. But the American school was just like, well, she's not uh, here today. Yeah. Uh, until her mom phoned and was like, "My kid hasn't. Why is my kid doing so badly?" And they were like, "She's not being at school. We don't know where she's not been." And, the, and she was like, "And then know. my parents were like, yeah.
1: for a two year." But don't worry, <laughs> she
2: turned her life around. Everybody, she went to a great university. She's now very hardworking. She just was like, she wished she had that foundation when she was in yeah. high school. You know, school. if you'd
0: have done that but in yeah. England, Nadia, your parents would have been arrested. <laughs> i know
1: right you're not allowed to
0: miss school um you've you've (gasps) got to have like reasons but if you miss a certain amount of time i don't know how much it is um and you're not going to school regularly then the social services will get involved and if the parents are just like oh i just didn't send them they can be arrested and be sent to prison i know and you see
1: this is what happens when your parent my parents are business people and they were are so fixated on their Mm. jobs like, I, I don't remember my mom actually reading a storybook to me. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. She was always working. I don't, I don't. I, I grew up by myself. Like, asked my mom. I ate most burger at McDonald's, you know? And like, also, told-
2: like, she also stayed in, you also <laughs> stayed in hostels. Like, um not hostel, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. it? School hostel. Like, the school the has a border hostel. and she yeah. stayed at the school. So, that's the time you were older. staying at school, yeah.
1: I was not, uh, that, that was, like, during middle school high school so that was not an issue but I'm just saying that when you have parents who are so fixated on their careers mm-hmm. this is what happens yeah they send you to school they bring you back they don't ask you about your day until you tell them oh I'm being bullied and then they're like okay let me go ask the principal like <laughs> like it <laughs> doesn't Wow, okay. Yeah, but let's go back to the subject about schools okay so for me i would love to try public schools here just to test it out for my future child but yeah. there's one concern when you go to public schools, as um, Kat mentioned before, you are a mixture of kids from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You could be, you, you, I might have a Baja Jo's child and then a doctor's child. Everyone's parents, they we, we, we have different careers, different jobs, different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Chinese, we say usually the bad uh impacts the good faster than the good impacts yeah, the bad, yeah. right? So if, kid is swearing all day usually the good kids follow them not not the bad kids don't follow the good kids you know what I mean but do you not think that that's more
0: realistic that's life and your child should learn to navigate through that and make the right choices and yes you can't always you know there's that gamble but I would rather know that my child was with the bad people and made the right choice and navigated Mm -hmm. themselves through that because that's way more preparing for life than it is just being around people that are wrapped in cotton wool the whole time princes and princesses you know like
1: speaking about this yeah
0: yeah no yeah, go. Yeah. yeah yeah so
1: I just wanted to ask all of you both of you okay so what do you think what why do parents send their kids to private schools since you both work in the private um school, why do Asian it's terrestre. very
2: prestigious and when people tell when the parents are talking they can be like my child goes to this school it's very Taiwanese okay my mom does it not that my I went to private school my mom does it in different ways okay with other things but like it's nice to show that you can afford this great
0: school for your kid because you worked hard enough which is but weird because it's not I, a because private schools aren't great here because the facilities aren't good. We don't even have a track at our school or a a running area for the students. We don't have, we have really bad facilities. Our classrooms aren't good. They don't spend money on the school. But public schools are funded by the government and the government will put money into those schools. Also, to work in a public school, you have to be certified and know what you're doing. So the teachers are a better quality and standard as well. Private schools in Mm -hmm. Taiwan aren't something to be proud of, in my opinion. But they do go to private school because they don't finish at 12, like the public schools. They start at 740 or 8 and they can stay there till like five or six, whereas at the Private school, public schools, like you guys said, they'll finish at 12, 1 or 2, and different mm-hmm. times, and then you have, to, then you have to find ban. your own way. So, I think a lot of them do it because it's um put them in there for a longer time, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah for convenience. Like, I don't have to go and look for a bushie yeah. and just send my kid to
2: and it's all done by the teacher it's true it's it's the same thing for my daughter okay okay I've just noticed like my child goes to an after school thing the teacher just sends a little note you sign it and it's done you don't have to worry about like oh I have to like do all these things yeah. but yeah I think it's a good way to end our podcast today because I do think that it's very different and you always think Anything in life is very similar to what you experienced when where you you've lived your whole life, or or when you move, you don't realize that it's completely different to how you thought it would be. And everything's like, changing honestly, as well.
0: I, like what you know as South Africa and what I know as the UK is not South Africa and the UK anymore. We've been away for yeah. a long time, and we haven't been in the education system for a long time. So yeah, for me, I, when you guys said you know talk a little bit about the UK, I was like. Well, I don't actually know anymore. I don't know if my knowledge is accurate to this day. So I had to like research into it and make sure like, okay, is this how the schooling system works now? What do they do? What are the subjects that are required and things like that. So um, yeah, I've really enjoyed this podcast. I thought that was a really interesting discussion.
2: I think we could talk more on it. Definitely, we could go on and definitely.
0: on. <laughs> yeah. We should maybe yeah. do a part two on this because I would
2: too, I, yeah. uh, because I would love to talk about the the passing grade because my uh, passing grade is very different to what it is yes. here and what it is in the UK and America. I was like shocked. a C. Like,
0: I was happy with a C. Sh- if I could get a C at school, me too. I was like yeah, here they cry. I was like
1: wow, they cry. <laughs> I think here you pass by seventy percent and then seventy percent is done uh, uh, for uh-huh. most parents. That's
0: an F, Okay, so that's why I'm like
1: AP, AP means you barely know about yeah. what so you're
0: passing reading. grades. So, we yeah, should do yeah. this passing grades. Let's do that. And I also want to know about subjects in Taiwan, because I did some stuff, so I'll save it for next week. Um the subjects mm-hmm. that are required in the UK are so different to the subjects that are required in Taiwan there's a lot that yeah they, and even uh, yes I can imagine so there's lots to okay so on.
2: if if you're free next week Nadia we'd love to have you back yes, on um, sure. we will work around your schedule
1: thank you
0: everyone for waiting for
1: me <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay oh, I think we'll leave it there this week okay thanks for listening everyone and we'll catch you next week bye, bye.